Shadeology Coach podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Are you enjoying this first winter snowfall? I am. Yeah, are you? I am. Last night I took Kona out for her night walk. And I'm there's just and you know what and I and I just real I just made the connection now why I like it. Okay. I remember very distinctly taking a walk with my mother. I must have been like maybe six. It was around Christmas time and we were walking up my street and it was snowing and we were under the the street lamp and I just I just very I remember that because it's one of the few uh quite honestly it's a few times I remember my mother uh walking hmm. because my mother yeah. got sick um and so when I'm out and it's snowing and it's at night and I'm, those street lights are on it's it it brings me back oh, it's very really nice yeah, it was just to watch Kona. She's up and down, and she's, you know, going through the snow drifts. And I love animals I, in the snow. I, God damn it! <laughs> Talk about like this is a tough time of year for so many people, but mm-hmm. I cannot say how grateful I am. And I know I say this every show. Like, talk about comfort and joy. These dogs. Yeah. So much comfort. So much joy. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for the for the snow, and I'm I'm I don't know. I'm kind of hoping for another snowfall before Christmas. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather. I don't know if it's calling for that. Here it's um, freezing rain, <laughs> so uh, we got that going for us. Yeah, and tomorrow it's just gonna be all ice. I just know it's gonna be all ice. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, Sarah, mm. I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Um, have the has the younger generation just gotten really soft when it comes to dating? <laughs> the kids are, might not be all right. I don't think <laughs> the kids are all right, Sarah. It's uh, it's it's questionable. Yeah. Yeah, I saw yet again another one of those. I dated him for three months. He wasn't my boyfriend. Now I'm going to go on this smear campaign on TikTok. Right. TikTok accounts, you know, an account right. created specifically to humiliate, shame, and just slander Expose. this guy. Expose. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. And it's another, I don't even know how old she was. Uh, I don't even know same. how. Yeah, 20s, I, probably. I, I would say 20s. Right. Guy she met on Hinge, you know, he seemed really perfect and everything was great for the first like month or six weeks. He had to travel a lot for his job. You know, he was saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, like midway through, you know, maybe like within like a month and a half, two months, he starts pulling away. He's he's traveling more. Right. He's like staying longer in certain states. And she obviously her friends are telling her that there are red flags that he travels so much. Like, oh my god, is you know, is he married? Is he this? Is he that? Mm. So, what does this girl do? <laughs> Jesus, Christ. she creates a TikTok account, exposes him as right. a man with a job. As a man with a job <laughs> who, according to her, because it, it wasn't until the point where he started pulling away that she, that she, I guess, Googled him. I guess that that made no sense to me because hmm. I always thought that was something most people did beforehand. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling some of this narrative is being crafted uh, yes. out of order. Right. <laughs> And she, I mean, the first, the first video, and I'm so bummed that I did not, usually I download it when I see it so that we can use it for the show. And I didn't catch it because she ended up deleting her whole account. You don't say. You don't say. (laughs) That's weird. And and, um, how bizarre. (laughs) 
So the the first video was ladies. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about this man. She has this picture. Uh, first of all, he's 34 and he said he was 29. And I like I almost I was like Andy Sachs when she heard about the two belts. I don't know the belts. They're so they're so different. <laughs> and she's kind of like, right. That's how I felt when I was watching this. I'm like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. And she said, and he claimed that his father was dead, and his father wasn't dead. Okay. And I was like, um. But why? Why would he do that? Right. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Right. Yeah. Right. So what she? What does this girl do? But when he starts pulling away, somehow, something drove her to go to Ancestry.com. Oh. Oh, my. Very reliable source. <laughs> and she said that he has a very common last name and i like where this is going i like where this is going so she said that she managed to find somebody and his parents Mm -hmm. and that the the father's still alive and i I, you know knowing me i went hi um how do you know his parents name (laughs) yeah that yeah yeah and and she was like, oh, he told me. I'm like, mm, no, mm-mm, no, no, no. <laughs> Why? No, that wasn't a question. Why did he tell you? Why would he tell you that? So she gets the father's information. She apparently Googles the father. Uh-huh. And she, <laughs> and she calls him. Okay. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Well, maybe. She, they have a common last name. Right. But the, apparently this guy also has a son name. with the same name. Okay. Which we don't know his name, right? I mean, no, we don't know. His I name. feel like there's only like eight names for men, anyway, right? Right. Still, might not be the right guy. Yeah. So let's just call him Tyler. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so she calls the father, asks him if she has a son. He has a son named Tyler. He says yes. So now she is damn skippy sure she's got the the right person, and yeah. so she tells him she tells him what what she did at least about the age part because she posted the exchange and I'm reading the exchange and he, like the side from the guy <laughs> and the guy sounds like this mix of like definitely offended, but also incredibly freaked out. Yeah. Bewildered and scared. I was right. And she's yeah. like, well, just give me, just give me your license and you prove it. He says, I'm not going to give you that. No. He's like, God knows what other invasive shit you're going to do. And I was like, yeah, because he, you created a TikTok account <laughs> just to expose him. Like, of course, he's not going to give you his, his license. No. no. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, oh, my God, how many of these stories pop up week after week after week? There are a lot of accounts dedicated just to exposing men as men who are dating. A lot of women, and just not them. You could just, just not them exclusively. So, it just made me wonder, like, what the fuck is going on with this younger generation? I and I know. hate saying that. I hate. It makes me feel old. But Sarah, do you remember online dating? And you know, and we're going to be talking about an article in a second that recounts 
stories that women have about online dating yeah, and that how they've all become horror stories, that online dating has become very toxic. That's what and I'm I told. Ha- you know, that's what I'm told, but and that's what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm hearing. I don't remember online dating being this bad. That doesn't align with my experience either. No, um, and that's just it. You know, we like both met all. somebody through online dating. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we know that it works. I mean, you met you met your husband about eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. I met Don uh, two years ago next week. Mm-hmm. And... So it's not that not that long ago. Yeah. I mean, maybe right? it's changed radically in the last six months. <laughs> maybe. But probably not. I, I don't. I think because, and you know what? And now it's clicking with me. Okay. And you said it earlier. What? So now there's this new stage of dating called the talking stage. Well, oh. we're just talking. Why? 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 <laughs> Why are you talking? Just to, you make, can just to get person. attached. Get real attached. But this is it. This is it. People are spending so much time talking. Yeah. And it's probably because of the fucking pandemic. I think it has to be because you don't want to go out with just anybody at this point. You know, you have to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're on the same page as far as precautions you're taking and even even just taking it seriously at all. You know? Yeah. So... It just seems like the younger generation, and I'm talking into like their early 30s, they're getting very invested very quickly. It seems that way. Yeah. I mean, an awful lot of them have made whole accounts on social media just to rehash their disappointing interactions. Yeah. It's just, but it's, okay. I don't understand how so many people, it's like that quote from Schitt's Creek. I have never heard so many wrong things in a row after each other, one after another, after another, in the same sentence. Hmm. That's, I don't understand how people can just have bad date after bad date after, I don't get it. Well, I mean, (laughs) all it takes is no (laughs) self-reflection, right? Just repeat what you did before. You will continue to have bad dates. Right, right. And I think this goes back to another point that you brought up about this lack of critical thinking. Mm. There are so many. I was just watching something yesterday on TikTok, of course. And this girl, another one, she met a guy. They sporadically dated for three months. They break up. She finds out that he got married, uh, you know, a few weeks after they broke up. And (laughs) good for him. Good for him. I don't know. Like, clearly the guy's... Clearly, I guess the guy's a douchebag. I don't know the full story. I'm going to assume he is. Yeah. And she's telling... And for the last... The last month, I don't know, two months, I don't I don't know what the full story is. So she tells a story the other day about how she contacted Bumble. And she said, <laughs> I just... I just had a feeling that, you know, last week was November. I just had a... Last week was Thanksgiving. And I just had a feeling that he was going to be... Um, back on bumble looking for somebody apparently she does and so she contacts bumble and oh they said oh we don't we don't have anybody on there and then apparently they contacted her again said oh no we found somebody now let's be clear hang on let me stop you right here 
Let me stop. Let me let me stop you right there. (laughs) Why would Bumble confirm someone's identity and use of the app to some rando that's just emailing them to ask, "Is this person on your app?" Like, well, I think she could. She might have provided documentation or proof so that he was married, but he didn't. Well, how would you have documentation that he's married? I I guess a screen cap of his Facebook or something. Like, no. I, dude, this is what I mean when there's no critical thinking. Like, I'm hearing the story, and I'm like, but wait a minute. But how? But how? But how? But how? Why would Bumble care? Like, I get that they're not Ashley Madison, but I don't, I really don't think that they would accept hearing from a third party, oh, this person is married, and then take action to suspend the account. Yeah, I, I, if anything, I think what they did, maybe, maybe, I don't know. They was said like, something placating to get her to go away. That's what I would yes, have done. Yes, <laughs> that's what I think they did. Oh, that's th- what thanks I think for they letting did. us know. We'll follow up but, on it. <laughs> but she said, you know, and I something about, and now that I know that he's driving home solo from wherever, and I was like, Why but, are you still and I asked this, this and I said, up with weeks and weeks ago. I said, how do you know he's driving home solo? from right. this state right she never answered because she's and a bunch tracking of people him <laughs> well a she's tracking him and <laughs> she's like got a fucking gps under his car oh. but b either that or she's still clearly in touch with him and this is what i mean it's like girl when you tell a story like that you have to be able to anticipate the holes in that story i mean well you don't have to <laughs> It's the that's what I mean by the lack of critical thinking. These people they tell these stories, and you know me like ding right. ding 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 ding. My little spidey sense is going off ninety nine point nine percent of the time when yeah. I listen to these stories because I'm yeah, like you're not too. telling the truth, <laughs> right? Yeah, because I mean all of this is information that you shouldn't have or be interested in if you broke up with this person. Well. Oh, I, oh! Was know, she doing it to protect other women? That's her full time yeah, yes, job now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, and okay. that's why the other one was doing it. And I've decided that I'm just looking to. I'm just trying to protect other women. Is the new? If I can't have him, nobody can. It kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. Let's just be honest. It, really it kind is. of is. Yeah. So, in any case, no critical thinking. I. I just. <sighs> I don't get it. It just seems like it's nothing but bad dates. And everyone's right. getting canceled on and stood up. And it's like, yeah, what the is going thing on? is weird. Because, I, I mean, again, for, for people this much younger than us, you'd think that they could take accurate photos <laughs> for their dating profiles. Yeah, but I'll tell you something else that, that really does break my heart is plus-size women who feel like they have to tell their matches, like, hey, you know, just so you know, uh, I'm thick, or I'm this, or I'm that, because they said, you know, uh, because they, yeah, they, they've ha- they all feel like they have to put that disclaimer out there because they've walked in on dates where guys have been, and they've felt that, like, embarrassment or disappointment because the guy like wasn't wasn't attracted to them that uh, well so that has to mean you're posting inaccurate photos right or old well i you know i don't know i I just i don't know i don't know anymore i don't get it like why is this happening yeah i don't know that that's very confusing to me because if you're posting 
photos that are recent and that show I both think, your face and your body. Yeah. No I, disclaimer should be required. I don't know. I don't know if it's that they're just not standing head to toe. Do you know what I mean? If like, are they contorted? Cause we saw those photos of a, right. of a profile one day and she was definitely contorted and, and it wasn't clear. Yeah, that's but true. It, it's just, these but, no, you, but you know if you're doing that, <laughs> right? Because you've mastered those contortions for a reason. But could they possibly be thinking, no, it's still very clear what I look like? I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've mm-hmm. talked before about people just don't really know what they look like. Right. Yeah. Right. They could be. Uh, maybe they're using old photos. I don't know. It's just... It, it, it just looks like people are posting messages that they're getting from their matches. And Sarah, they're, these people are cruel. Hmm. Well, but that's not from their matches, right? Those are just randos. No, I, I don't, I don't, I, I would assume, uh, no, it's from a match. And then the guy will say, oh, I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't mean to swipe on you. Like, boy, you're ugly. I didn't mean to swipe on you. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, why take the time? I mean, that's, I just, that's an incel, right? Like, that's a person who's not going to meet anyone anyway. I think that person is just there to shit on women. But I just feel like everybody is so frustrated that well, they're I, just being mean to people. Mm. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You think maybe that's not that's not an incel? <laughs> it's just a mean, frustrated guy. Well, no, that could be an insult, but I also think he's just an angry, mean person. But something's like, but it's almost, that's a case of a man being deeply offended that anybody might think that he's attracted to a plus size woman. Mm -hmm. That's what that's about. Yeah. You know, like he's almost. Again, no one, no one knows what you're doing on the app. I mean, you're not. (laughs) <laughs> not being observed in any way. Right. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's I just, mean, you are, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Your the friends aren't going to know. The stuff that I see is truly heartbreaking and sad and mean. And hmm. I just don't remember it being this bad. Yeah. No, I don't either. I, I remember like, oh, if you're not interested in somebody, that's it. Don't You don't have to do anything. Right, just don't respond. Right, and I, I think people are, you know, are still doing that, but I can't tell is there if it, if it's a lot of hyperbole, or, you know, I, I read these accounts and it's oh I'm and these guys and they're just looking for sex and they're, you know, he says this and he says that and it's just but but if it ha- how is it happening all the time? Right. Well, maybe that's just the only kind of account we're hearing from maybe people who are having success are not talking about it well you brought up a very interesting point which is the lack of self-reflection sure that too like (laughs) yeah it's sort of like okay but why aren't you identifying these patterns why aren't you i I just again i feel like the red flags are there and you're just ignoring them Mm, yeah yeah Aw, eat glass. (laughs) I don't know. I saw that today. I love. I love that uh, scene from Schitt's Creek. In any case, so yeah, I feel like 
maybe not, it's not even just the younger generation. In general, I think people are getting too invested. And I do think it's because they're talking too long. Yeah. Even before the pandemic, stop talking, stop chatting, stop Snapchatting, stop, stop doing all that. It is ruining dating. Well, yeah, and it's taking up too much of your bandwidth, right? For mm-hmm. someone who hasn't earned that much space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna Snapchat all day long with somebody I barely know. That talking stage is what's killing dating. Yeah, I mean, also the pandemic, because again, you, I don't know how you would date without lengthening the talking stage. Mm-hmm. But now it's like a super thin line mm-hmm. <laughs> between, okay, you've been talking too long. Now you're never going to meet versus mm-hmm. meeting a stranger. Yeah. I, oh, my God. This I is just probably don't... something that should be more defined since the pandemic seems like it's going to be with us for a couple more months. We, we probably yeah. should figure out, like. Okay, if if the old normal was like four ish messages before you agree on a time and place to yeah, what should the new normal be? Because I do think the talking stage has to lengthen. Like that's there's just no way around that. Oh, because of COVID, right? Here's the thing, though, I still very much think that if you're if you are going to do the talking stage. Get on video chat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, humanize the experience. (laughs) No one's doing that. Like, very few people are video chatting. That's the other thing. Like, what are are you doing? Mm. This could save you so much frustration. Why are you not doing it? Yeah. Well, my guess would be that, um, and this this only probably goes for women, Uh, maybe some men too, but like, the expectation to be camera ready, um, yes, might be holding people back because they might yeah. be thinking like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to go through the effort of being camera ready if this whole thing is going to be over in ten minutes." Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh, like, I now put a full face of makeup on because I do TikToks and I have the ring yeah. light and I have to do the lighting and my hair. It, it's a lot. It's a it this is process. A it's a time investment. It's a time investment. But and so that- is extending talking as a phase yes i guess my my point is you're gonna you're gonna be putting in the time anyway for now yes but at the very least if you if you are going to extend that talking phase do it on video chat yeah none of this texting it's bullshit and don't let the don't let the camera ready thing hold you back because again you're gonna be spending the time anyway right and you, the reason why you, you want to do the video chatting is because you want them to see that there is a human being there. Sure. Yeah. No catfishing. Right. There's a reason why people are being so cruel, and it's because they don't feel like you're a real person. They feel right. you're a one-dimensional representation. Yeah. You know, they need to be reminded, hey, I am a real person. You know, don't, you know, don't be an asshole. Right. Oh, good Lord. So this whole topic really kind of came about after I sent you a an article <laughs> by <Yeah>. our favorite. <laughs> our old friend. Our, our old friend. Uh, our favorite misanthrope, Shawnee Silver. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the article is called, They're Not Dating Horror Stories Anymore, They're Just How It Fucking Is. Yep. And she starts off by talking about a podcast that she really likes because it it shines a light on single women. And, you know, it's, Heather appreciates and respects the plight of the single woman, but she has been with her partner, Jeff, for over 10 years. That means Heather has never dated in her 30s. That also means... She has never dated in her 30s within this current digital dating hellhole of a decade and be her later read on now. Okay. (sighs) Heather loves to bring her friends on the podcast, which I appreciate because it would be weird for her to be friends with people who aren't as funny and entertaining as she is. Um, Let me stop you right there. (laughs) Stop yourself right there. (laughs) Stop. I'm going to stop myself right there. Um, We both listened to this podcast. We did. Um, It's... I didn't think okay. it was funny. <laughs> I didn't think it was at all funny. I thought it was a little mean. I thought it was mean. Yeah. And, you know, Shani's talking about this one specific episode with a woman named Elizabeth Howard, where yeah. Elizabeth talks about her modern dating experiences and how, you know, these horror stories so far, okay. They one are of them, not horrific at all. They're not. Right. A man poured her wine into a mason jar because he didn't have wine glasses. Uh-huh. She, and that's another it. Guy, that's the horror story. That's the horror story. Another guy, she didn't like his pants? Yeah. That's that's it. That's the horror story. <laughs> um, and then another guy was, like, fascinated with her with dentistry and her, like, very straight teeth. Right. Which, okay, that's that's a kink. It's a kink. It's a little odd. Right. Um, I don't want to say odd. It's a kink. That's a, Right. Right. We don't kink shame here. Right. Uh, but it is a kink. <laughs> but it is a kink. Um, but also... I don't know. Personally, like, if I have to contend with a kink that doesn't require anything of me, mm-hmm. that's fine. Right. Right. Because if you think for a second that uh, six months down the road, you're not going to find out something freaky about them. I mean, this teeth thing is really fine. Right. It's just yes. not horrific at all. It's really fine. It's it's fine. Oh, and then right. what, what was the another? The kink is not pulling your teeth out. The kink right. is admiring your teeth. That's right. it. That's it. Maybe it's because I I just am a person who uh, just finished braces again, right? Mm. <laughs> Round two with orthodontia via Invisalign. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'd feel kind of honored if someone wanted to hold my retainer. I'd be like, yeah, aren't they great? Look at them. <laughs> cost me $20,000 right? or however much it costs. Those fucking teeth. Yeah, you can hold my retainer. But the other thing she complained about, oh, they didn't travel enough. Oh, right. Yeah, that's my favorite classist um, yes. argument. And there was also the <laughs> slut shaming later on where they were talking about women who use fetish sites. Oh, I don't think I made it that far. Yeah, but... I was jumping around. They were definitely shaming women who use fetish sites. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of shaming in this. Episode. There was a lot of it. There was a lot of it, and just this entire article. And I've talked about Shani before. Mm-hmm. She okay. Look, I can understand that dating is hard. I do believe dating is toxic. I do believe it's it's. There's a level of. It's, it's a different toxicity for women than it is for men, although yeah. it, it, that toxicity exists for men as well. Yeah. Um, but what bothers me about Shani is she seems she's aggressively trying to convince women to stop dating. 
well, she doesn't seem to be having a good time. And well, she article... stopped dating. She stopped dating a long time ago. Yeah, well, and this article is, I mean, it's an argument for not not dating, right? It's like, don't don't tolerate any of this. Horror is now the baseline. We don't have to be doing this. We could just not date. Right. But you and would think it. someone who hasn't been dating for like two years would sound, I don't know, a little bit happier? Uh, so, <laughs> the, the wound seems fresh still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, right? It's like she just got off the app. <laughs> oh my god, it really is. It really is. It's it. Everything I read from her, it just sounds like she's just come back from another bad date, right? So the right, but she was, is she is telling us that she doesn't date anymore and quit a couple years ago. So right. The assumption about dating from a singles woman's perspective is that it's awful. The endless stories of strange, rude, forward, offensive behavior that heterosexual women encounter from heterosexual men in the online dating space are no longer the exception. They're the fucking rule. It is assumed that if a woman is dating online, she's dealing with all manner of ungodly behavior in her search for someone to split rent with. Her head is on a swivel at all times. Her ears are perked up, perpetually in red flag identification mode, like some kind of husband hunting bot. But somehow our society still shits on single women, labeling them flawed, sad, or desperate when they can't find a man. Okay. I, I don't... Is that still happening? I, mm, <laughs> I, yeah. So... Is it? Okay. One, she's talking for all women, and she this does not... This is... This just... She shouldn't be. Right. Two, why is she talking like there aren't... God knows how many other men who are not doing any of these things right. who are showing interest in these women that they're all rejecting. Hmm. She's acting like it's nothing but a barrage of pervy, gross guys uh, approaching yeah. women. Well, yeah. And so some of that might be the the evolution of the medium, right? I mean, uh, you probably get exposed to more people via app than you do on a website yes because the the website had some some key barriers that i think worked in in all of our favor mm -hmm. one was like if you wanted to get someone to respond you had to really take the time to write them mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um and then another was you you had kind of you know depending on how much they provided you had kind of a lot of information to go on whereas the apps are just like you know do i like your face okay and you go from there but well like, no i have to say these apps you know you have a bio but they also now have prompts and ask you other questions you know what's oh, two, okay. two truths right. and a lie or you know and i love prompts i think people should definitely be using those prompts because they provide great springboards for conversation right. for the messages but they also allow you to expand on aspects of your personality and your core values and i will say this again your profile your bio it needs to focus on three things your core values your um passions and and hobbies mm -hmm. and your personality traits yeah well, that's what I enjoyed about OkCupid, which is what I used when I was Me using. Me too. That's where I met Don. Um, and I really liked that it did ask you questions, right? And like the more input you gave it, the the more accurate, I, I mean, I guess, mm -hmm. <laughs> the more accurate it could match you. And then it would tell you, 
like this is your percentage of a match in various categories. And I really appreciated that because that meant that people weren't even crossing my feed that were wildly inappropriate for me. Mm-hmm. Like ev- everyone I encountered was a possibility. Yes. And so, so how come that's not happening anymore? It seems like that aspect of it has gotten less efficient. Uh, you know, I don't know. And I do wonder if it has something more to do with the algorithm and the algorithm identifying people's behavior and, and pulling matches and, and pulling up search stacks based not so much on the, 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 the content of the profile, not so much the criteria that you're searching by, but also through your, by, um, based on your search, based on your activity. A woman actually asked, I did a talk TikTok about this. She said, how come when I get my preferred match email, Hey, this, this is who we think you'd be great with. And she'll look at the guy's profile and she'll go to message him and, and it'll say, you don't fit so-and-so's preferred, you know, whatever oh, filters. Well, yeah. No, no and she goes, well, why, like, why are these people coming up in my preferred matches? And I, you know, said, because those preferred match emails and your algorithm, it's not just based on specific criteria that you input, that you plot into right. your profile. It's also based on your activity. So if right. that type of guy is the type of guy you're swiping on, that's why you're seeing him in your preferred matches. Yeah. And that's so why. You, you mean activity based on things like criteria, like how long are you on the app or like how many people do you swipe left versus right and that kind of thing? Like just the way that you're using it? versus yeah. the content of your profile or what you're looking for. Yes, but also based on, you know, if you swipe on, let's say this one person's profile gets, they have a million people have swiped on them, a million women have swiped on them. Okay. So the algorithm picks up on that and oh, says, oh, okay. this like, is well, a million women like this guy, so. Right. So there's, no, it's more like, oh, so she goes for someone that's like, that has that many swipes. Or that, and huh. you know, in that case, you know, normally it's like really conventionally attractive people. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be, right? or they've been on it forever. Exactly. Yeah. So neither of which bodes well. <laughs> right. So that's some of the information that goes into the algorithm. But also yeah. keep in mind, man, like these, the software, a lot of the software used, a lot of the recognition software used in these apps, like they can identify race, they can identify, right. um, like everything items in your photos yeah i mean they yeah they have a lot of information they have a lot of information and they base your search stacks on not mm-hmm. just you know oh i'm gonna i want someone 35 to 45 who lives five, five miles away right. but also hair color height um you know like i'm talking like yeah. tinder where you can't specify right yeah pr- i mean yeah predicted income probably all kinds of stuff, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So uh, that's a big part of it too. I think people are, they're getting all the wrong people in their, in their search stacks. And they're like, well, why don't right. any of these people like me? That's, that's, yeah, that's really interesting. So, I mean, it, it sounds like the app is, it's designed to be self-perpetuating rather than to help you get off the app. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, no wonder people are frustrated. Right. That's why. So, you know, if you're swiping on people that have 
God knows how many options are that already have so many people swiping on them, it stands to reason you're not going to have an easy time pinning them down into a conversation or even meeting. Right. And that's why these people are going to want to talk and talk and talk and talk because they're juggling options. And they're like, well, I got to see where this one's going and I got to know, well, I have to see this one and I have a date here. You know what I mean? So you're, you're kind of getting matched with just the wrong people. And by the wrong people, I mean people who just aren't fucking available. Right. That's interesting. So, I mean, to what extent is it even possible to to do online dating but not app dating? Like, can you – I mean, I know you said OkCupid still exists, but do you have to use it via app now? No, you can use the, you can use the website. My, a lot of my clients still use the website. That's and you can still use the app. You know, I, I'm not – I think that anytime you do a search on a dating site, you need to have these little workarounds. Like one thing I always tell people, change your zip code. Even if it's just, you know, I'm, I'm 10028, I might sometimes, you know, I would say, hey, change it to 10020. Yeah. And then do five miles. Always be, just change little things. Right. Oh, look, you know what? J- j- just shits and giggles. Plot in, you know, what kind of your preferred astrological sign. Let's yeah. just see who comes up there. Oh, you know, body type. Well, you know what? I know you're looking for someone for, you know, who, who's slim, slender. You know what? Maybe look at fit. Maybe look because you don't know how they're going to be describing themselves. You have to constantly m- mix it up. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm talking about profiles like that have that, those sort of basic stats. Right. But with Tinder, I, again, I, I think you have, to, you, have to change your, you have to change your age range. You have to change your zip code so that you're seeing more people. And yeah, you're Tinder mad- seems hard. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a goddamn <laughs> – it is hard. Yeah. It is. And not only that, but we've we've talked before about like Tinder fatigue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's an actual term for it, but it's it's, it's rejection fatigue. Like, That's what it's called. Well, it's not decision fatigue because it's specific to Tinder, but it's it's basically like the more faces you see, the less likely you are to end up swiping right. Is that comparison I guess that bias? Could be. I don't know. I don't it's, remember what it is. This isn't smarty pants. Aren't you the one with the 18 different degrees? <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I'm not a Tinder expert. <laughs> I just read one article about this that said, like, the longer you spend on the app, the less likely it is that you will yes. uh, swipe right on somebody. Right. So. That's why if you're in the middle of a session and you're just swiping left on a bunch of people, get out. Because... Right. Rejection fatigue is going to set in and you're going to almost, but I will, I won't say automatically, but I will say, um, you'll just find yourself saying, oh no, I don't want, no, it's just going to wear on your attitude. Um, and right. Right. And it's going to feel like you're becoming more discerning, but actually you're just stuck in a holding pattern. Right. Exactly. So if you find yourself in stuck in one of those holding patterns and you're just going, nope, 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 leave, leave the app, even if it's just for like 20 minutes, because you don't want to sit, if you don't want to be on that app and just swiping no, because the now the app is going to see you as not being engaged True. and apps favor engagement. They want to see you swiping right. They want to see you messaging. If you're just swiping left, they're like, oh, this person, they're, they're not taking it seriously. Right. Or at least the algorithms say this person isn't matching. Right. It's going to affect your uh, visibility on the app. It's going to affect your mood. So just get out when you're in one of those ruts. Mm. 
man, this is a digital hellscape. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. I agree with Shawnee it really on that. Is. <laughs> it, it really is. But she's talking like... She's talking like they're, she, she, women are never once approached by anybody decent. And that's just not true. Right. Yeah. And I mean, she is, she's kind of placing the blame on men where it seems like the, the blame has more to do with computer science. <laughs> right. Well, it has to do with computer science. It has to do with, I, I do, I mean, I do think there is a bit of like fatigue with men in general. Oh, yeah, certainly. We, You know, like, we're just, we're so over it. We're just so over the bullshit. If we're not going to improve our lives, we're not going to tolerate men anymore. Right. <laughs> like, we just don't need no. you. And I know this is hard for many men to hear. Right. No, you, you need to have a purpose. We simply do not, you really, like, if I can have more fun home alone watching Law & Order. Right. I'm going to do that. You know, yeah, this shouldn't be just, radical to say either. But like, I mean, yeah, truly, if you are making life harder, what are you for? What are you for, <laughs> sir? <laughs> That's my question. And there we go. Uh, so here we go back to the article. Uh, but somehow our society still shits on single women, labeled them flawed, sad, or desperate when they can't find a man. Hey, asshole, maybe the problem isn't the woman looking for the needle. Maybe the problem is the whole damned haystack. I do not believe that single women dating single women's dating horror stories, as we charmingly call them, should ever be used as entertainment. These are our fucking lives, our very earnest pursuits of partnership, and we're not your fucking court jesters. Court jesters. Okay. Um, I, once again, let me stop you right there, Shawnee. Because... In fact, these horror stories are being used for entertainment. Yeah. Well, I mean, and didn't They're she Instagram just identify a podcast that she listens to for entertainment? Right. Okay. Right. Just checking. So there's God knows how many podcasts started up. God knows how many Instagram accounts where people are posting their terrible yeah. dating messages. TikTok accounts up the wazoo. Right. People telling their bad dating stories. And you know what? And you know what? And you know who's starting them? Shani? Women. Well, I also assume that a lot of the content is probably fabricated for. Of course it is. There right. are certain, there are so many stories. Like we already know those Instagram accounts where they're like posting all the suggestive emails right. or suggestive DMs right. that they get. Let me tell the, their, their profiles will have a prompt in it that'll say, oh, what's the filthiest thing anyone's ever said to you? Mm. And then the woman will turn around and post it on, on Instagram. Right. You know, so. Um, yeah, this has become a form of entertainment. And let me be clear, if a woman can get paid by um, collecting because statements. of the <laughs> if, if a woman can get paid off of men's, men's bad behavior, I'm all for it. Sure. Yeah, it's entertaining. I'm all for it. Right. But let's not pretend like it doesn't exist. Right. You know? So uh, these are our lives. When coupled people enjoy our uh, enjoy are are asked to hear these stories as some kind of voyeuristic amusement, or because they need a reminder what the what color the grass is on our side of the fence. Either way, I don't like it. Ugh. And when single women are super eager to tell these horror stories again and again and again and again, I wonder how long it's going to take them to wake the fuck up. Oh, okay, Shani, I'm kind of with you on that one. I think we tell these stories because we need other people to understand how hard our lives are, but they're hard because we're online dating. That's a choice. If it's horror at its worst and just okay at its best, why are we still doing this? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Agreed. If you're not having a good time, 
You can stop. Right. Yeah. Um, in the dating space, specifically online dating, women put in the maximum effort, putting forth a profile and an impression both online and in person that they can be proud of. Their effort is an indication that dating matters to them, that there's intention here. Men can't be bothered to brush their fucking hair, indicating that this isn't a big deal to them at all. And again, I'm going to say, no, it's the men you pursue <laughs> because half my client base is men. Right. Right. And they're, yeah, they're and putting they're, in effort, clearly. But they're putting in effort. They're paying very good money to have help with this. So stop acting like there are not good guys out there. Because I don't have one male client that I wouldn't fix up with somebody. But how are their pants? Not one. But well, they don't have wine glasses. So. <laughs> well, forget it. They're they're gonna die forget alone. It. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Why is she talking like that's all there is? Because that's not all there is. No. That's where we have to start taking some responsibility. Well, that's not all there is, but also um, it doesn't have to be that serious, right? Like if they're – she's she's mad that men are indicating that this isn't a big deal to them at all, but like how big a deal is a first date supposed to be? I would argue not that big a deal. It should be fun at best. Right. But can I also say that, you know, oh, we put in the most effort in our profile. You know what? Gotta tell you, I've been on Tinder and Bumble and I, I'm I'm not seeing that. Mm, yeah. I'm not seeing that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm I don't seeing know where bare that generalization is coming from. I'm seeing seeing bare minimum minimum effort on both sides. I'm seeing seeing profiles. Oh, I love to travel and I'm very cultured right. and I'm bah, 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 bah. I'm seeing photos that clearly are a good ten years old. Okay. Like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, you don't even know what's out there. This is what bothers me is that at least, uh, like, I'm on these apps daily right. with clients. That's So true. I can see what's out there. She doesn't seem to know what's out there at all. She's just, it's like she's stuck back when she was online dating. Yeah. And s still pretty mad about it. <laughs> and still pretty fucking mad about it. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, let's see. Everything about the way we date has changed, but the societal views of single women are remarkably archaic and refuse to catch up. The societal assumption is that single women who want to get married are pretty damn dedicated to that goal, so they'll put up with anything in order to achieve it. The societal assumption of single men is that they're playboys with plenty of time and nothing wrong with them if they're not married yet at 38. Okay. I mean, I agree with this, but I don't because I do feel like this has changed a bit. Okay. Yeah. I do too. Um, a woman not married at 38 is looked upon with pity if not disgust. See, I cannot read anything without feelings, though. She's projecting. That's why I asked, is this still a thing? I just, I don't think, I mean, I, like, I have friends in their 30s who are single. I, I'm, I don't even think about it most of the time. It's not weird. Yeah, it seems very common to me. Yeah women in their late 30s 40s early 50s oh still single yeah that makes sense i mean it's but mainly because i'm like it's not weird and mainly because girl i totally get it like so what do you force her right <laughs> you know um the, this grotesque imbalance between straight men and women in the online dating space that results in these horror stories taking center stage 
with success stories becoming akin to urban legends at this point. Results in women learning a dangerous thing. I don't have any other choice. This is where the guys are. This is dating now. That This is all that's left. It results in us lowering our standards to match what we perceive to be available options. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. That's not that all that's out there. No. That's just not all that's out there. <laughs> nope. You want do you okay, everybody listening to me. Do you want to make your online dating experience exponentially more easy? Stop indiscriminately swiping. Only go through your visitor liked whatever list. Well, stop. Yeah. You've been saying this for a while. I've been saying this for a goddamn 10 years. Yeah. And I'll keep saying it. Because all this crap that is going on out there, it's because you're swiping on people that are getting God knows how many people to swipe on them. They're not available or they're juggling multiple options and nobody wants to give up. Nobody wants to get off that carousel. The people who are, who are initiating, they're interested, they're available and they're reaching out because they're not meeting the people that they want to meet. Right. right. And again, they're not the being app contacted. designed to keep you on the app. <laughs> right. That's it. The app is designed to keep you on the app. But again, this isn't new either. And yet, people don't seem to know. <sighs> I mean, I, I okay. think I have an excuse not to know. But now I know. Yeah. Um, oh, here's the rest. We can choose... We can, oh my God, there's so many typos in this article. We can choose to stop making ourselves available to these men to deposit horror stories upon us we don't have to participate in online dating we can simply quit i did two years ago and i haven't had a horror story since did i meet a partner in those two years no but i didn't meet one in the 10 years i online dated either okay okay the difference now is that i don't hate my life imagine that are, are you sure because hmm. it kind of sounds like you hate your life well is it that or are we just out of context to write about Dude, I don't know. This, this I don't is like know. The only thing she, that I know of that she writes about. Remember, I first heard of her on Exo Jane in 2014, and she's been bitching about online dating since then. Well, so I rest my case. <laughs> you know, this is her I'm subject sorry. matter. Yes. My question for single women is Are you meeting people now, people that you'd actually want relationships with? No? Then honestly, what the fuck are you losing? Apart from the endless, uncomfortable, unfair situations you've been living through that result in all your horror stories. Yeah. Well, I'd really I don't like single women. With that. Again, if, yeah, I mean, leave. If you're not, if you're not having a good time, you don't have to. I don't, I don't disagree with this either, but this feels, like I said, she is so aggressively trying to get women to quit dating. Um, yeah, at least online. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but it's, this is why I always say to people, don't listen to people who, who, like, don't listen to the people who have the constant horror stories. There's a reason right. why they have constant horror stories. Everybody has the random, everyone has the occasional one. Yes. If they, if it's constant, they're part of the problem. Yes. They just are. Right. And that's something I see on TikTok. Nobody ever calls anybody out. And I think, again, in a lot of cases, especially if they're running an account devoted to horror stories, well, now their incentive is to seek out horror. So, Right. It's com it, what, what's it, Tell me, what are we doing? What's the word I'm looking for? Confirmation bias. Yeah. 
it's confirmation bias. Like if you already think that dating sucks and there's nobody great out there and, oh, I'm just going to, I know, I'm going to go on a dating app and I'm going to do this and uh, I'm then I'm going to turn to TikTok and I'm going to make fun of these messages. Right. Like That's how you end up dude, pulling you're people doing... out because they don't have wine glasses or, you know, like their pants. Right. But that's also like you don't understand you are contributing to the toxic nature of these mediums. Uh, yeah, I don't think they see it that way. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah. No, it's like if you're, oh, there are accounts where women are like, let me show you all this quote unquote funny stuff I say to guys. It's never funny. Mm, Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's never funny. You know, oh, so you're on a dating app just so that you can write snarky messages to dudes? Sometimes they are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is is that what, okay, cool. That's really going to help us because, you know, I'm sure certain guys won't see that and go like, oh, fuck that. I'm just going to be nasty to women now. Mm. Or just le- or just quit, or just and quit. Decide, I'm not having a good time. I'm gonna quit. Right, right. Yeah. So I get it. I totally understand that online dating, how toxic online dating has become. I totally, totally get it. All, all of this really feels like a parallel to our larger experience of the world right now. Right? It's like we can't have nice things because a couple people didn't take the pandemic seriously, and now here we are. Mm-hmm. A couple people are ruining it for everyone. I-, I think online dating is the same. Yeah. I don't um, know how okay, to fix wait a that. Hold on. At one point in the podcast, Heather made a request for single women's war stories. Her motivation wasn't entertainment. Yes, it was. Of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Though by default, that's kind of what they become when they're played from her hotline. Because honestly, it's the funniest thing in the world. Her motivation was to be more of a den mother to all of the single women. Oh, she's doing it for other women. I don't know how she knows Heather's motivation, but she must have asked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is very heartwarmingly honest. It's nice to know that there are partnered women on our team, but the request for war stories is hollow unless there's also going to be some action in place too. Well, like what? I mean, again, it's none of this is illegal. It's not illegal to be a bad date. <laughs> but what, Okay, but here's something that I find really interesting, and this is another instance where this girl, Shani, just absolutely lacks self-awareness. Those of us who are single and dating and all the people who care about us, we have to demand more and demand better of the online dating community. And I think the way to demand a change from online dating is to stop using <laughs> is to stop using it. We can't just tell war stories as further evidence how fucked up dating has become. Okay, but okay. honey, your entire fucking career is talking about how fucked up online dating is. Uh, that's correct. So you are part of the problem. Right. I mean, like, yes, <laughs> you're just adding to the toxicity. Do you like she doesn't see that well, like she sees herself as, she sees as that or not? I think it, it might just be that, like, she's got to make money. <laughs> and this, you know, this is what she writes about. This is what gets clicks. Oh, I so want to write a response piece to this. <laughs> I so want to write a response piece to this. Well, you can. I mean, I could. Yeah. At least for the blog. I I don't know if you want it on Medium, because Medium kind of sucks. Medium does suck. Um, I I say quit. I say leave. We don't have to do this. We don't have to put up with the endless situations. I feel like we have to survive them. Yeah, I mean, this is a little melodramatic. 
it, but it, yeah, it's more like, but don't you see what you're doing to women when you relentlessly talk about what a shit show online dating is? Well, I don't know if she does or not, but again, I, I think <laughs> if she does, at the end of the day, a girl's still got to eat, right? So this, you know, this is this is what pays her bills. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay, listen. Don't listen to Shawnee. <laughs> don't listen to Shawnee. And honest to God, please, just stop indiscriminately swiping and start focusing on the people that initiate interest. Please, I am begging you to do this. For your own self-esteem, for your own peace of mind, please. Even just as an experiment, right? Just do it Do it for two weeks, see what happens. Just to see how it goes. And you might not make any matches in two weeks because, you. Uh, granted, 90% of the, the people that initiate, you're not going to be interested in, I get it. But you know what I'm also going to tell you? The maybes. The maybes. Yeah. The people that you don't automatically go, oh, no. Right. Go back to them. Yeah. Or swipe on them. Don't, you know what? Don't swipe on the yeses. Swipe on the maybes. Hmm. Swipe on the maybes and focus on the people who have initiated somehow liking, favoriting, viewing, whatever. Yeah. And see how that goes. I'd really be curious to hear how that goes. Go for the maybes and go for the people who have initiated interest and fuck the yeses. And see how that goes. I'd really be I'd be very interested to hear how that how that worked out for people. I would too. So if you do that, let us know. Let us know. Oh, okay. Datologycoach.com. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at datologypod. You can follow me on TikTok at datologycoach. Sarah? Yeah. Um, I'm not on TikTok except to lurk, but you can follow me on Twitter if you want at rise shark or Instagram at one Sarah G. Yay. And you can follow me personally on Instagram at the Kristen C H R I S T A N M. Oh yeah. The Kristen M. <laughs> Yay. Uh, hopefully we'll be, have one more episode before the holidays, yeah. but guys, I know it's a tough time of year and I know it's hard being alone, but Try to find the comfort and joy in the little things. Yes. And if you have dogs or cats, go to a shelter. Go just yeah. be around animals, man. They just, they all they want to do is love you. That's it. Yeah. That's even it. cats. Even cats, even though they can be assholes. Sure. <laughs> sure. Guys, I'm thinking about you. If you feel lonely during these holidays times or if you're just not feeling good or you feel triggered or whatever, just shoot me an email. You can email me at the hello at datologycoach.com or you can follow me on datologycoach on TikTok and just reach out. I'm here because I know how hard the holidays can be. Sarah, All right. anything? I think that's it. I think that's it. Don't listen to Shawnee. No. That's, our, that's our final word. Yeah. And if you try that experiment, let us know. <laughs> yeah, please. I want you to do it. Remember, the maybes and the people who initiate interest and go. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you.